Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, June 13th, and congrats to the St. Louis Blues. You're like a third world version of the Washington Capitals. Hats off to you for winning the Stanley Cup. Congrats. Agreed. Or like the Philadelphia Eagles. It's their first one and also also a third world sport. So ninth world version of the Eagles. Oh, hockey is not a third world sport. <laughs> That's a joke. That. Congratulations. It's fucking fantastic, St. Louis. St. Louis needs a win. Congratulations, St. Louis. Have you been to St. Louis? I mean, they, all they got is Nelly in the arch. Yeah. Nelly must be fucking ecstatic. Oh, my God. His bandaid yeah. flew off. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a tough-ass team, man. That's an awesome team. Good for them. A lot of great players. Ryan O'Reilly, what a beast. All right. Top stories for the day. I'm going to do one called Go Off, King. Uh, Trump goes off again on a Wednesday like he seems to always do because I'm usually doing the top stories on Wednesday nights, and uh, he went off again on a Wednesday. By the way, Will, love that segment title. Go Off, King. That's right. I don't like that I it can't... implies a monarchy, but I like, I like it. Well, he's about to introduce what I'm doing, which is also Go Off, Kings. That's for true. Don't fuck with hard facts. That's true. Mm, it's true. Yeah. And speaking of that, Mark is going to tell us the tale of our hotel in Detroit. So we're now big enough you know. to not be fucked with. Do not fuck with hard factor. Yeah. Watch out. We're throwing some weight around. And then Pat's going to take us through a lightning round of other headlines. OK, let's get into this. Go off King Trump Wednesday once again. First up in the most hilarious move of 2019 so far, in my opinion, President Trump said Wednesday that he would not necessarily call the FBI if offered opposition research from foreign governments. Come on. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Come on. What is he saying there? That's, he's, a, he's, that's a troll. He, yeah, it's a troll. He's saying if I did get information, which I never have, I would look at it. So, he's saying he uh, wouldn't ask for it, but if he received it. Right. Trump's also yeah, been so, evading taxes for the better part of 30 years, so he's not calling the FBI for any reason. Correct. Correct. Uh, and, and like you said, quote, I've never I, I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. That's what Trump told George Stephanopoulos in an interview. So um, he also said this, quote, I think you might want to listen. There's nothing wrong with listening. If somebody called from a country, Norway, for uh, example, we have information on your opponent. Oh, I think I'd want to hear it. Unquote. He'd be like, so, uh, Norway, I'm going to just leave the phone on speakerphone. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with listening. Away. It's a passive act. Right. He, he, he didn't say Russia, for example. Well, right. Right. But this is so this is why it's such an epic troll, because Norway is the example that Bernie Sanders always uses for everything. So Trump is not only 
trolling with the fact that he would, but he never has received this information. He's also using Bernie's prime example. It's it's just fantastic stuff. It is it is pretty funny. It is um not super presidential. Not at all. But no, not much. But, uh, but just just those comments, you know, he knows and you know that just yeah. so many assholes are puckered up when he said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, By the way, so tight. Tough loss for Norway women's team yesterday against France because they, they lost in the in- also also tough loss for Thailand. Just generally, Thailand lost thirteen no, nothing. Oh shit! Nothing. I only got thirteen nothing. Uh, yeah, it was three nothing at halftime. Ended up thirteen nothing, and the U.S. women were just like celebrating goals nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. A little too much. I'm glad that we're still champions yeah. at something, and it's women's soccer. Well, we're the current reigning World Cup champions. Yeah, we're we're the probably going to win. Reigning, yeah, current reigning champs. That current reigning champs of having a president who's basically just doing a stand-up act. Yeah, um, Trump's the reigning champion of of accepting foreign aid without asking for it. Yeah, I might be under investigation for uh, meddling with the election and colluding with Russia, but I'm going to troll you motherfuckers. It's pretty funny. That's right. It's bold. Because, because also on Wednesday, Trump claimed executive privilege to keep documents secret related to the questions that they're adding to the census about citizenship status. He loves that uh, executive privilege. He loves oh, yeah. it. What do you think is going to be on that on that census? It's. Uh, citizenship question. You illegal? Have you ever been yeah. on a roll? You know when you're on like a roll where everything <laughs> everything you say is amazing and you know that like <laughs> the crowd's eating from your fingertips and the people that don't like you are just like shaking their heads. Yeah. He rolled why- he rolled straight into the census. That was kinda like that one time I was at a party and I, I, I was on a roll and I was telling everyone, Do not fuck with me. I will shit on your car. And then I said, I shit on and I, the guy's name. I'm going to black out this person's car. And the guy elbowed me to the, my right. And he goes, that's his oh, brother. It man. was uh, it was Rob Duvall. Uh, we'll say his name. And then and then and then, and then oh, he said in front of his younger brother. And then he and then it completely changed the momentum. And then Pat didn't know what to do. So then yeah. he said, Mark was with me. And I was sitting next to him. And I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, it's my only option at that point. Throw Mark onto the bus. I shit on this guy's car. And I was crickets. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mark was there. Well, I mean, perhaps perhaps Trump's uh, luck will run out like your di- yours did that night, but not yet. Um, part of this citizenship situation, the questions, Wilbur Ross, uh, the human box turtle, who also happens to be the Secretary of Commerce, he's now being held in contempt of Congress because he's not going to hand over the documents about the citizenship questions, just like our buddy Bill Barr uh, uh, was held in contempt of Congress. So now Trump's got two executives on his staff in contempt of Congress. Um, but we'll really find out the real answer to this one, the one about adding citizenship questions to the census or not, when the Supreme Court makes their ruling on the questions uh, when that's expected to happen by the end of June. So this is all kind of a dance, a PR dance on the way to the, the final ruling by SCOTUS. Now, Will, Wilbur Ross is a new name to Hard Factor. We don't hear that name. No, 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 no. We have covered him before. He looks, like I said, like a box turtle. He's the old man who wears the glasses. You don't hear his name a lot. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Mr. Peabody. Remember, if you're old enough for Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, also, Congress is moving to block Trump from making a, quote, emergency sale of $8 billion worth of weapons to Saudi Arabia. Sometimes you got to make that $8 billion. Real quick, emergency sale. If I had hot cookies... I would not buy milk from Saudi Arabia. This sounds like a a mattress sale, but just with $8 billion worth of weapons. Basically. Yeah, I mean, well, Trump's basically just, I need to get this $8 billion. Maybe it's for the wall. Who knows? 
Members of Congress from all sides say that it's definitely not an emergency uh, because why would it be? And also maybe selling all these weapons to these guys who've done terrible things to everybody themselves and us uh, is not such a great idea, uh, even though the that Congress is going to be expected to be able to block this this emergency sale. Trump is also expected to veto their block. So cue the veto gone. There it is. Um, Here's my thing about Saudi Arabia. As turned out, James says, there it is. There it is. He likes to say that. (laughs) Saudi Arabia, easily the country that's fucked us the most in the last 20 years. They they literally harbored and orchestrated 9-11. Osama bin Laden is essentially a prince of Saudi Arabia and and attacked us on U.S. soil 18 years ago. But we're still doing business with these motherfuckers? What the fuck? Right, right, right. But the the problem with the Saudi conflict is they're, like, already kicking ass and and the— Probably could have ended it a long time ago. So they don't need eight billion dollars worth of weapons just to torture these. There's more. There's more oil in Venezuela than Saudi Arabia right now. Let's go to Venezuela, please. Let's go there. I I doubt it's like strictly about the oil. It's about the connections and what connections they have sand and oil. That's all they got. I agree with you. It seems very strange that we do business with these folks, but uh, looks like it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what we think. These Saudi princes are going to be getting some of America's finest gold-plated machine guns in the very near future. Can piece. you imagine, like, the uh, like a young prince? Like, he's, like, eight. Yes. And he gets his first uh, gold, uh, what is it? Not M-16. AK-47, M-16. Oh, what a special day. M-16. And he just America. unwraps yeah. this giant machine day. gun in gold, and he's six, and he's, like, stroking it. And they're like, oh, what a great day for you. We'll give you bullets on your seventh birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. First of uh, many. Finally. A new national poll shows that Joe Biden would beat President Trump 53% to 40% if an election were to happen today. Right now, today. Who ran this poll? Uh, the, uh, Quinny Huffington Post. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Also, it, the poll said that six other Democratic nominees, so even people like Pete Buttigieg, would beat Trump. Uh, so this sounds eerily similar to 2016. The D's are prancing around with poll projections like yeah. two years out from the election and the Republicans are just quietly sitting, drinking Bud Heavies in the dark, right. waiting to go to this. Hold on. This poll months. was run. This oh, this poll is run by Russians who are like real professional yeah, r- ringtone in the, in the middle of the show. It came through my computer. This poll was run by Russians who are like, you don't need to show up to the polls <laughs> because you've already won. <laughs> by the way, let's not make Bud Heavies a partisan issue. OK, I mean, like Bud Heavies are for everyone. Well, that's true, but they're bright red, and they're so is the American yeah, I mean, flag. Come on, yeah. it's the Republican. You think? Beer. I have a flag. Uh, I have a fl- it's either that or Coors Original. Yellow Billies, baby. The banquet beer. Yeah, I mean, one I mean, of the two. I, I mean, don't know. people need to stop getting so upset with the partisan issues and come together, anyways, and uh, drink some Bud Heavies together. Right. So, right. Why doesn't everybody just debate politics while drinking Fourth, Bud Heavies? That'll end. Fourth great. of July. <laughs> What's the lies coming up? Get over some butt. Get together with some butt heavies and debate politics. All right, and I was going to read an all caps uh, tweet from Trump, but we don't got time for that. So we let's don't move have it time. On. For Mark, it. Come we're on. going on to the second go off king and add an S. Go off kings. Don't Zzz. fuck with Hard Factor. Ooh, why not, Mark? Uh, so as you may have heard, Hard Factor took a little trip to the Michigan, uh, to the Michigan, to Michigan for the Cannabis Cup this weekend. Did you hear about that? That's I right. Was- and we do have videos coming yeah, today. I still don't think straight so. from it. I still am a little bit screwed up. Yeah, I couldn't. A little hazy. Kind of I can't even read the sentences. A little wrote. purple haze. <laughs> uh, Trinidad James had a live performance straight from being a Hard Factor Power Hour panel member. We also had four-time Stanley Cup champion. That's um, 
Three more than the St. Louis Blues, who just won their first. Darren McCarty of the Detroit, Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> I had to, I had to, update my joke because I was I was uh, I wrote it when I thought the Bruins were going to win before the show. Anyways, M- McCarty, uh, by the way, Darren yeah. McCarty from, from is the man. Is, doesn't like me. No, he loves you, but he no, he just knows he loves he just, you. He, but so he loves you like a like you think a, he like senses a big, weakness. With yeah, yeah, brother. he just senses weakness. He actually really <laughs> likes you. But he just knows he can pick on you. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I think he likes you more like, than anybody, right. actually. I'm going to battle fucking McCarty in some sort of sport. Like, if you were to go to prison with McCarty, he would, you would be his bitch, but he'd also protect you. McCarty literally, during oh, the cannabis... Protect you, protect you with During the Cannabis Cup, Will's mic went bad, and uh, our producer looked at us and goes, swap Will's mic. And we didn't have a stage crew, so right. I, like, I went to swap Will's mic, and McCarty, who him, him and I who? were off camera at the time, and right. he looked at me across stage, and he goes, nice work, Pat. And then afterwards, he pulled me aside, and he goes, oh, bro, that was a really fantastic transition. Right. You got skills. he likes you. And then right afterwards... He got on the mic and was like, best you could ever do in the NHL is to be a stick boy, Pat. You'd be a great stick boy. Yeah. And like, <laughs> he just complimented <laughs> me. And then, and then he followed up with, uh, Pat, you were probably last pick, weren't you? Yeah, he goes, you, the, got, you know this guy. You, you, know, you guys know him, Pat, for 20 years. Who got last picked in sports? Trinidad dropped it. Yeah, you got to rewatch Trinidad that dropped if you it. haven't there seen it. it. It's great. <laughs> there it is. And then I say, how, how did you know, Darren McCarty? Of course he was last pick. He's not very good. He goes, I didn't know. I could just sense it. So he nailed you to a peg, right. and, and he likes you. But anyways, it was a great Fantastic show. You'd have stuff. to watch it. But as everything seemed calm and beautiful above the surface... There was a flurry of activity beneath that was mm. not so calm. Mm. For example, the day of the fucking flights, the day before the show, flights were getting canceled. The day of the flights, oh, we yeah, found out terrible. that every hotel in Flint, Michigan was sold out because it was a 15,000 person to 20,000 person show that was sold out. And they have like seven hotels in the surrounding Believe area. Believe it or not, Flint is not yeah. prepared for tourism. So we had just a nightmare. <laughs> right. The show was almost canceled. <laughs> uh, and we just finally got rerouted the night of to Detroit. Which is seventy five miles away. By the great city, yeah. Detroit. Yeah, I'm a big Detroit fan. I'm such a big Detroit fan that when I left the airport, I bought tees for me and my wife. Detroit, yeah, Detroit's amazing. I had no idea. Flynn also not so bad. Detroit's amazing. We're gonna go back to Detroit for the Cannabis Cup in August and probably hang out with with McCarty. Oh, yeah. And Pat's gonna get made fun of a lot. No, I'm but, gonna battle him in golden tea. We finally fucking end up at this thing after a nightmare scenario, and we go to a very famous chain hotel. Which was better than where we were going to end up in Flint that got overbooked. What hotel was it? You're not going to say I'm not going to say because the part of the story. I'm going to say so, this. We're going to have a deadline. It was based- No, 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 no. Don't, don't give any okay. hints. It was just a chain hotel. You get cookies when you check in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so we go to this hotel. We do the show. We, drive, we get a minivan. We drive 75 miles to do the show. We go back. We go back and forth. And we stay at the hotel 75 miles away both nights. Um, afterwards... After all this nightmare, we get back home, and I notice that there's a $250 charge on my card. Barstool, oh, no. ta- Barstool takes care of everyone's you know, like flights and their hotels. But the incidentals. Right? The incidentals, right? So I figured maybe they just Which, charge- by the way, if you're not a big hotel guy, no matter who's paying for your hotel, every time you check in, they take your credit card. Sure. And they charge you 50 bucks a hold for right. incidentals. Yeah, unless you're me and you check in super late at night and just like- It's like in case- It's like $25. Offer to it's like $25 over. for jizzing on for the For room sheets. service and stuff, yeah. Room service. Not the sheets. Oh, the sh- oh, I thought it was the sheets. No, it's room okay, service. Okay, and anyways, so yeah, if you fuck up the hotel room and all that stuff. So I left, get back home. It's not my first or 50th hotel room. I'm not too, bu- too much upset about the $250 charge on Monday. But the $50 charge for incidentals goes away on Tuesday morning. $250 okay. charge doesn't. That's good. You didn't get any room So for I'm like, okay, okay, okay. $50 went away. So now the $250 is there. And I'm like, did they charge me for a night? Because that's not the same price for two nights. Wednesday comes around. So you thought maybe they charge you for the I'm room. just waiting because it's not my first rodeo. Wednesday comes around. The $250 charge is still there. Now I'm like, I have to call you. I have to call you. It's been three business days. 
I called them, and after four reroutes and 30 minutes on the phone and finally getting to an accounting lady who's like, what do you want? You shouldn't have been transferred to me. I'm like, what's up with the $250 charge? She goes, what's your name? What's your room number? She was like, oh, you have a smoking charge to your room. Okay. And I was like, what do you mean a smoking charge? She goes, you smoked in your room. And I was like, I did, I did not smoke in my room, ma'am. She was like, well, you're going to have to take it up with the GM, who I'll play you a voicemail soon, uh, and, and I'll transfer you to the GM. So I get transferred to him. And he does not answer, and I get his voicemail, and I say very clearly, Mr. Asshole, <laughs> I did not smoke in the room. I did not vape in the room, uh, and I would like my refund uh, today. I get a test so call this. Me back. There was Here's no smoking happening. It, it, we're, not, we're not from- I'm 30, going on 35. Yeah, yeah. I've never smoked no, in a fucking hotel room. I'm not an idiot. Uh, we're from we Virginia, the, not West I Virginia. I smoked outside of the hotel room about every opportunity <laughs> I got, but I didn't smoke in the hotel room. Uh, so anyways, he calls me back an hour later. And he uh, doesn't call me back. He has this guy call me back. And he says, uh, uh, hey, this is my ink. Um, it, it was an Indian guy. I work with a lot of Indian people. And I was like, hey, my ink, what's up? He's like, I'm from the, this hotel. And um, I'm calling about your charge. And I was like, yeah, can you refund me? He goes, the room smelled a lot like smoke. And I was like, okay, well, I can explain that. Uh, I went to the cannabis cup and I smoked a lot outside of the room. Maybe my co- clothes smell like smoke. He goes, it was worse than that. I was like, okay. He was like, <laughs> so he was like, we found a pack of cigarettes in the room. And I was like, did you find a pack of cigarettes in the room? I was like, maybe I left them there uh, because I was smoking them outside of the room and I didn't want to deal with them. And I left the empty pack in there and didn't put it directly in the trash can. Did what else find? was in the room? And he goes, okay, fine. He goes, I also found rolling papers. And I was like, did you find rolling papers? Were they completely sealed in plastic? I went to the cannabis cup and we got $1,000 with the free gear at the cannabis cup, including rolling papers and wax and pre-rolled joints. By the way, shout and, out and Michigan flour extracts. And, and everything. Just, yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. So I was, like, I was like, yeah, there were rolling papers. He goes, and also we found non-tobacco in your room. And I was like, yep, <laughs> that was the weed that was sealed. Also legal. That I was given at the cannabis cup that I left for the fucking maids as a gift with money as a tip. So I left a tip. That was nice, yeah. Rolling papers and some flour in a, in a pre-sealed package from, like, Michigan extracts. And there were like five people came in the room and it smelled like smoke. And I was like, I didn't smoke in the fucking room. Finally, the GM who was on the Did they indicate whether it was cigarette smoke or marijuana smoke? They tried to trick me. Okay. It was neither. Okay. It just smelled like weed Uh because of the flower. Okay. So uh, the GM finally has been on the the call the whole time. And he steps and he goes, Mr. So-and-so. I almost said my last name. He goes, you should not be talking to us like this. So the GM was on the call the whole time. The whole time. Speaker I left him. Yeah. Fuck that. And he goes, you, the room smelt like smoke and i was like i if you've been hearing my clothes probably smelled like smoke the weed i left in there probably smelled like smoke your hotel it's michigan your hotel smells like smoke you piece of shit uh and he goes the toy chest the strip club 100 yards away smelled like smoke yeah exactly by the way shout out toy chest great great shout out toy chest yeah tj yeah yeah, Uh, hey i gotta wrap it up i know i gotta wrap it up i gotta wrap so finally he goes uh we're not gonna refund you and i was like well Maybe I'll just mention that on my podcast. And uh, he goes, you do whatever the fuck you want. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> I sent a tweet to uh, the main hotel site, their their HQ, and explained the situation. Fifteen minutes later, I get a phone call from uh, the GM. He goes, Mr. So-and-so. Play the, play the message. Let's just play it. Okay. This is the Dearborn I just spoke to you a moment ago. After I hung up, I spoke to my director of ops. And it turns out that we didn't call you and let you know we were going to put that fee on, so we can't. And that is not my protocol. So I am about to reverse the fee. Thank you. Bye. So there's the message. Um, you bitch that man. Turns out you 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 turn that man's day around. <laughs> turns out Hard Factors Twitter and Hard Factors Power uh, podcast had a little bit of power, and um, 
Also, I think we. Oh right, yeah. It's you not pretty over. much it's you, not over you yet. cucked a hotel it's manager. From I promised to not say their hotel name because they refunded my money. But we have a producer who's in a Our sim- producer Evan. similar boat with me right now. He's also got the charge. So this hotel, I know you're fucking listening. You have until Monday's show to refund our producer for the same bullshit mm. charge because no one smoked in your fucking rooms. Stop extorting people. You have until Monday, or we're gonna smash you. We're going to smash you. We literally stood up on stage and tried to bring... We said, what's wrong with Flint Water? How do we fix yeah, Detroit? We tried to fix Flint Water. Fuck you. Okay, let's take it to the lightning round of other headlines we didn't have time to get to in depth. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh, yeah! If guns could have sex, you know what they'd have sex with? Holsters. That's an insertion joke, in case you missed it. But seriously, if you own a gun, do the responsible thing and get that gun laid and buy it the hottest piece of ass money can buy. And that would be a sexy holster by We The People Holsters. We The People Holsters offers custom-made holsters all produced in the USA. They design their own holsters in-house, which means they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. Instead, they design every unique mold in Las Vegas in order to best fit each and every firearm perfectly. They consistently update designs, adding new designs every month, which lets them stay up to date on the newest models that come out. Every holster has an adjustable retention, which is signaled with a click sound. This lets you know the firearm is securely and happily in place. If you ever want more tension, you can just tighten one screw and you're done. Custom printed designs in-house, thin blue line, thin red line, constitution, camo, an American flag, anything you want. And more coming out each month. We the People holsters start at just 37 bucks a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not perfect, send it back for a refund. Right now, listeners of the Hard Factor show can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code FACTOR at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as 37 bucks, and shipping is free with an additional $10 off using my promo code. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code FACTOR at checkout for $10 off. Oh, yeah! All right, a college student from South Bay heard a story about uh, or from his friend about how she'd been molested as a child, which is sad. And he wanted to do something about that. And he got an idea. And his idea was to create a fake Tinder profile so he could help identify possible pedophiles. Cool, right? How how did he do that? Well, the well, well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. But how did he do it? Good question, because this guy's name is Ethan. He's a man. So he used uh, he used uh, Snapchat's gender swap filter to make a lady version of himself. Is this a genital swap? No, no, it was a face swap. Okay, yeah, they don't have gender swap genital swap yet. And then Esther was born and Esther was a young looking Asian American woman with a strong jawline, a strong jawline with a fake name. Yeah. So we uploaded that photo to Tinder. That's the profile. And uh, initially, Esther listed her age at 19 years old. That's legal anywhere, Pat. Well, Tinder doesn't allow juveniles yet. Okay. Uh, And the fake profile wasn't up long before it got its first bite in the form of 40-year-old San Mateo police officer Robert Davies, who was swiping right on everything that looked young and Asian. (laughs) His hand was sore? Yeah, He's got arthritis arthritis in his right hand. Getting a cop on your first on your bite. first bite. I mean, Davy's opening line was, "Quote, are you down to have some fun tonight?" Jesus. Yeah, and Esther knew she had caught a fly. Time out. Yeah, you know that was the in. opening line. Opening line. Are you down to have some fun tonight? Mm-hmm. Not how. What's your name? No. Where are you from? No. He went straight to. The, you want to have butt sex with Officer Davies? That was implied. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah yeah exactly. badge number three two four. It's also in text. It's also he, he's typing this out. He's like. 
Would you like to be statutory raped by a police well, officer? I don't know that. Lady. Yeah, exactly. He, he's so he's so forward and confident. He goes, "I'm going to send you my badge number and my dick." Ethan and Esther had no idea that 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 it was a cop. Yeah, okay, because they kicked it over to Kick, the messaging platform uh, that was after Davies' initial aggressive correspondence. And uh, Esther let Robert Davies know that. She was only 16 years old. He goes, I'm not going to arrest myself. Yeah, and that's when the chats got, quote, <laughs> very explicit. So over the course of 12 hours, he sexted this uh, boy boy lady, uh, and <laughs> things got intense. And uh, he then, uh, Ethan, the man who, who made the Tinder profile, right. screenshotted all the photos and sent them to the police. And uh, Davies, that kid yeah, is Davies awesome. was arrested on suspicion of discussing sexual activity with a minor on social media. And has been put on paid administrative leave and is undoubtedly going to be the joke of a lot of punchlines or the punchline of a lot of jokes at it's, the San Mateo PD. It's too bad for Officer Davies he oh, didn't yeah. get the, because uh, you said uh, Evan or whatever his name is, sent in the stuff to the police. It's too bad he wasn't the first police to receive it. He could have face swapped. Oh, and be like, totally. This is Officer Mrs. Davies. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this. All right, real quick. Another news, John Stewart did some really cool <laughs> stuff for the 9-11 uh, victims and, and got them uh, their health care, hopefully. And then they found 2,500-year-old weed. Uh, sign us off, Mark. Wait a minute. What? It's the last show of the week. Can we go back over the John Stewart stuff? Okay, so a bill that permanently authorizes 9-11 victims' compensation fund passed yeah. out of the House Judiciary Committee unanimously on Wednesday after John Stewart beat all the legislators with a shame stick. Unanimously? Unanimously, <laughs> unanimously. You never know. Yeah. You never know where I'm from. The... One the of former two. Daily Show host testified on behalf of 9-11 first responders to the members of the ju- Judiciary Committee, uh, of which four of the 14 on- showed up. So, But they all voted yes. Yes, they all voted yes. Yeah, it was awesome. Good he, for John Stewart. Yeah, it was it was a viral video. If you haven't seen it, John Stewart absolutely destroyed uh, all the members who did show up, and especially the ones who My didn't My favorite show line up. That, he, that, he, that he threw out there, and I'm paraphrasing here, he goes... Uh, the New York Fire Department's official response time to 9-11 was five seconds. Hmm. Why is it taking 18 years to guarantee these heroes have the help they need? I, I cried watching this yeah, thing. That's damning. Yeah, but you cry watching you anything. Cry, you cried. I cry, well, I cried then, and then I watched The Star is Born, and I cried as well. Okay, okay. I, all right, Star so is Born. So good, again, right? But, like... What what if you yeah, watched the John Stewart? Okay, speech well, Willie, Willie, why, why after John why, after, after Star is Born? I just, like, you crying, like, okay, like, okay, if it moved you that much, you cried... I know you personally. That's crier. Okay, that's, that's okay. Crier. But like, okay, what this became was like everybody who is a liberal on social media, it became a contest of who loves John Stewart more. And I'm telling you, I'm not a liberal, but I watched John Stewart every day when I was a kid. And just drop the fucking contest. Right. Okay, but everybody. hold on. He's I cried. I cried because the, the 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 nine eleven first responders, not know, John, not the John Stewart. Do you think maybe Darren McCarty thinks you're a crier too? Yeah, he knows I'm a crier, that? and I'll see you in fucking Michigan, Darren McCarty. Picked up on that. All right, look. Marijuana chemical residue has been found in incense burners, apparently used during funeral rites ceremonies in a mountainous region in western China from over twenty five hundred years ago. Boys, that's awesome. This is the oldest reported use of marijuana. Ever. Uh, when scientists saw evidence of burn marks on these incense burners, they drug tested them uh, and found a high level of THC, which we all know what that does. And this was much higher than the concentrated levels uh, or low levels, I'm sorry, that you'd find in wild cannabis plants. So this essentially means that these guys were yeah. cultivating weed. Right. They were strengthening it, growing it, uh, crossbreeding right. it. Or they put potentially or they were just picking out. Female flowers when they found them in the Point wild. Is, well, sure, they, sure. they, they, they knew what it did to them. They were, they were doing it on right. purpose to get high. Look, 
Yeah, they were aware. Yeah, of guys, what was these happening. bros were charring uh, Dank as part of funeral ceremonies, right? Oh, and this good was call. Th- these funeral ceremonies also included rhythmic drumming, naturally. And this was at 500 BC. So you know, these 420 friendly Chinese men were looking up at the stars, thinking about the Lord and having all sorts of conversations. I mean, could you could you imagine being ha- handed a blunt of 2500 year old dude? <laughs> Like in my dreams every night. They had, they had like an OG. They had be, like an OG Flintstoner guy instead of like a instead of like a revolver. It was just a wheel. They well, just had a blunt shape. Hold on, like hold a on, wheel. hold on. But they didn't do blunts because <laughs> Yemen Yang, the archaeologist scientist who found the stash spot, pointed out that back in the day they didn't roll fatties at all. Instead, they packed a bunch of braziers. Yeah, it sounds like bra. The fuck? Yeah, uh, essentially, like they were like little grills. Br- you mean braziers? Yeah, whatever. It's spelled the same. Uh, and the and, and they would hot box or clam bake their spots, and that's how they get loaded. Which I love. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Clam bakes are Well, are, are look, the it's shit. the weekend <laughs> coming up, right? So everyone should get clam baked. Thank you so much for listening to Hard go. Factor. Thanks for listening all week. Check us out next week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Leave well, some, well, what's our leave, handle? Leave some reviews. It's at Hard Factor News. They all know it. Okay. And at Hard Factor, our names. Leave us some reviews. And most importantly, did I, did I, say, did I say moist importantly? Yes. And moist importantly, moist. have a great fucking weekend. See you later.